Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to this everything you need to know video regarding this week's Smackdown. There's so many talking points. I was going to do this as separate videos, but it just makes sense to put them all into one because we need to talk about Bray. I've got some uh, thoughts on that. We definitely need to talk about Bloodline and that main event segment we need to talk about Sarah Logan as well. So this just kind of felt like the right way to present all of that. Get it in this one video and uh, let's go through it all. So the show begins with Usos versus The New Day for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. Loads of This Is Awesome chants. We found out that Sammy is dealing with personal problems. That was mentioned by Michael Cole on commentary. Sammy Uso chants, we want Sammy chants. Uh, he is super popular, uh, as you might imagine. This was brilliant, fantastic encounter, uh, and it was won by the Usos. Uh, they were victorious. Took about, well, 30 minutes, 35 minutes. It really ate up quite a bit of the show, but uh, Usos getting the job done. This was a really interesting segment, though, backstage they would bump into Roman or head towards Roman in his uh, changing room. And Roman said that he was going to need the Usos for later. He would need them as backup because he's got some unfinished business. And uh, he wanted to call someone out, basically. He said, I need you by my side. Uh, and they needed to handle some business. This was very, very interesting very interesting, and I've got some big thoughts about it, and uh, we'll talk about those when we get to that segment. Next up, we got the graphic for who is going to be involved in the World Cup. Obviously, the World Cup's coming up. Now, WWE are very aware of how big and important the World Cup is. That would show itself once again in the main event, and we will talk about why. But uh, this is the World Cup. You can see the eight superstars that are involved. We had a couple of matches tonight. A few of these have already been eliminated. But uh, the winner will get an intercontinental title opportunity. Uh, we saw the actual World Cup as we went to the first match. I feel like this might be the same trophy from the World Cup before. We have actually had a World Cup before, and that was won by Shane McMahon. Uh, over in Saudi Arabia. I feel like this is the same trophy. I haven't double-checked it, but it feels like it's the same uh, trophy. Uh, this was uh, our first match in the tournament. Shinsuke, who was dressed like Kill Bill. Um, I, I joked that if you turned the lights off, if the Fiend or Bray was to attack right now, you would still see Shinsuke because uh, that is bright fluorescent yellow. So he was taking on Santos Escobar. And Escobar would plant Shinsuke from the uh, second rope, I believe it was. Uh, and he would get the one, two, three. So Santos Escobar progressed and uh, Shinsuke was sadly eliminated. We also got a little fact. Did you know last Saturday's crown jewel was the most watched Saudi Arabia WWE event in history, almost doubling Last year's crown jewel, that is very impressive and very good news for Logan Paul. This was big. We've already done a video on it, so uh, you might have already seen us talk about this. Um, honestly, my gut feeling was that this was Bray targeting LA Knight 
And it still feels that way. But people in the chat making a good point that this could be Bray recruiting LA Knight. And that certainly could be true. Uh, LA Knight was doing a promo. There was um, uh, obviously the imagery behind him. Uh, he basically said, like, get that off the screen. This is my time. He wasn't intimidated by Bray at all. Uh, he turned around and Bray was there. So uh, Bray confronted him and Bray said, I can see the anger and the rage in you. Me too. Like, he kind of sympathized with LA Knight. I don't know that he came to attack him. Maybe he did come to recruit him. Um, but he came and basically said, I can see you're like a kindred spirit. Uh, I don't know if that is the exact same shirt as what he's worn before. It looks very similar, but I'm sure there are people that are decoding the shirt. Last time it turned out to be an image from Dante's Inferno. This could be the exact same. Uh, again, it could be the same shirt. Uh, but maybe he's got a range. Perhaps they do a Dante Inferno range. I don't know. But um, yeah, LA Knight was not having any of it. He said, go back to your romper room. Uh, basically saying, go back to the fun house. Um, and this kind of built, it ended with Bray headbutting LA Knight. So it definitely feels like they are in confrontation right now. I made the point on the watch along. We've only just changed LA Knight's character. Are we really about to do it again? I really don't know. I don't think they would, which is why I think they're probably going to have Bray versus LA Knight. It'll be a good build. LA Knight can talk really well. Great promo. Match quality will be really good as well. And I think at the end of the match, Bray should win. And maybe then we get Uncle Howdy interrupt and we get something really significant. So, yeah, I am thinking they're on a collision course, but we can't rule out that they could also be working together down the road but um yeah because la knight's only just changed his character i'm leaning towards that maybe being unlikely but a very interesting development who saw this coming who saw that i didn't see this coming so definitely took me by surprise then we got the women's uh six-pack challenge winner would face ronda at survivor series i thought that was interesting because that means that we are going to get singles matches and it's not SmackDown versus Raw. We already knew they were moving away from that, but we didn't know if it was still going to be champion versus champion. Didn't know if it'd be Bianca versus Ronda. It's not going to be that. So uh, it's going to be obviously the winner of this that turned out to be Shotzi taking on Ronda Rousey. Backstage, Shotzi would talk to Emma. Emma asked if uh, she had seen Madcap uh, which is very, very interesting. Obviously, we need to just have a little look in the background and see if there's anything showing itself. Uh, I can't say I noticed anything at the time, but um, there could be some stuff. We uh, That's something I need to uh, have a look on Twitter, see if any little bits were spotted. Um, but yeah, Emma basically asking about Madcap and uh, Madcap, if if he'd, he'd been seen. Uh, Shotzi was like, oh, you've got hots for Madcap. So Emma was kind of playing it coy. But uh, clearly there's something going on there, which is interesting. Uh, and then uh, Shotzi got attacked. You can see Ronda laughing her head off, Shayna laughing her head off. Um, you know, this is going to be a good little build. And actually, I think Shotzi would not be too bad as a women's champion. I know she's maybe not the greatest in ring, but she's a very confident talker. She's got a very strong look. Her look is fantastic. Bright green hair, the tank. I, I could see her doing something with that belt. 
But uh, I don't think she'll get it from Ronda. But uh, I'm I'm down for this. I don't hate this at all. I'm down for this. Next match, it was pretty quick. It was in the World Cup. It was Braun against Jinder uh, with uh, Braun picking up the victory. Pretty straightforward stuff. This was awesome. Next, we got Zelina Vega uh, against B-Fab. Before they even got a chance to wrestle, everything went like this kind of orange-red color. And uh, the horn sounded and we knew the Viking Raiders were coming. In the entranceway, we got to see Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan is back. We knew she was coming back. She's been heavily featured in those vignettes. And this was so good. It was so good. If Sister Abigail was like a Viking um, or had a Viking background, she would look like this, man. She just looked terrifying. There's something really sinister about her being barefoot and like all the black kind of markings all on her hands, on her ankles, across her head. The dreadlocks look awesome. The the attire looks awesome. The, the presentation is fantastic. I am so into this version of Sarah Logan. And it's really getting me into the Viking Raiders as well. Like, look at her here. Like, she's got all the black kind of traditional face paint. She's got it on her hands. She's got a line going down her chin. Uh, markings on her arms and everything. It, it, she looks so good. And look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That presentation right there. That is terrifying. Like, I think Sarah Logan looks like one of the scariest, if not the scariest females right now on the women's roster. The, look at the tag team as well. I just think she brings legitimacy to the Viking Raiders. Like, we always knew they were brutal, but now they're sort of doing it for her, serving her here. They seem to be like servants. She seems to be the one that's in control. I just think the presentation here is phenomenal. Um, yeah, really pumped about this. I, as I said, I was going to do a separate video, but I wanted to touch on the Bray stuff. I wanted to talk about this, and we've still got to talk about the main event. So we need to move on. Uh, to that main event. Now, the big talking point here for me isn't so much who comes out, but what what Roman was about to say. Don't forget earlier, he said he had like unfinished business. There was like someone that he needed to address and he wanted the Usos by his side. We got to the point where he said, I never expected to do this. Jimmy, Jay, and then they get interrupted. I think a lot of the headlines are going to be who interrupts them, but I don't think we can afford to overlook what Roman said. Roman said, I never expected to have to do this. And then he very sternly says, Jimmy, Jay, there is something big on Roman's mind, right? To the point where he needed an answer from Jimmy and Jay. And it was an answer, a question he would never expect to ask. I never expected to have to do this. Whatever that is, it is big and it should not be overlooked because I really think there's something big playing on Roman's mind. And before we got the answer, they got interrupted. So Survivor Series is going to get in the way of this, but we will surely revisit this because if it's on Roman's mind right now, it's going to be on his mind after Survivor Series. My gut feeling 
is he was about to ask Jimmy and Jay who the biggest star is in the family. I think that he said, I never expected to do this or have to ask this, but Jimmy, Jay, who is the biggest star in our family? Who is the tribal chief of our family? And I'm just wondering if this is planting a seed, if this is the first glimpse of Roman versus The Rock. I just wonder if this is the first time we are seeing doubt in Roman's mind that he's maybe not the biggest name in the family. I don't know why that would show itself now. Obviously, Black Adam has uh, done great in the ratings and the box office. They were singing the praises on SmackDown just the other week. They've already told us on SmackDown how well that film has done. I wonder if the success of that has, is playing on Roman's mind. And I wonder if they're going to use that now to just have a little bit of doubt in Roman's mind. Who is the biggest star right now in the family? And maybe that's a question he never expected to ask, but he, that's why he was about to ask it. Obviously, we could be reaching. Obviously, it might not be heading that way. But I just think it's so interesting that he said, I never expected to have to ask this. And then about was about to ask something of Jimmy and Jay. And he said their names in such a stern fashion. He was very serious about something. So I don't think we should overlook that. Who he gets interrupted by was the Brawling Brutes. And they bring back Seamus. Seamus's microphone was not working. Uh, Roman laughed at him and went, you can't even get your mic to work. Uh, they stormed down to the ring and their fists certainly worked. Uh, and Drew came down as well. So there was a massive brawl to end the show. It's quite clear that we're going to get Bloodline against the Brawling Brutes, Seamus, Drew, and probably one other person at Survivor Series. Five on five at Survivor Series. And a big shout out to, I think it was uh, Dad Stuff, who said that... Um, like they are doing this because of USA versus England in the World Cup. Now, at first, you might think, what's that got to do with anything? But Paul Heyman actually referenced the fact that it was going to be USA versus UK in the soccer. And when we looked at the dates on the watch along, you, uh, USA versus England in the World Cup is Friday the 25th of November, Survivor Series is the next day, the next day. So I, it feels like they are probably going to try and capitalize on the hype around that and the aftermath of that uh, with this match. Because if you look at it, you've got Drew from Scotland, you've got Butch from England, Ridge from England, Seamus is from Ireland, but they're all from these islands. So uh, I feel like the fifth person to join them is probably going to be Irish, Northern Irish, Welsh, English or Scottish. I think they're going to be from these islands and I think they're going to really try and capitalize on the traffic and the hype around the World Cup. I mean, they're already doing the SmackDown World Cup. So it makes sense that uh, the main event of Survivor Series will try and piggyback off the England versus USA game, which is going to be a massive deal. It's going to have massive interest. And it's probably right that that's exactly what they do. So 
yeah, that was uh, SmackDown. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for watching and joining. Uh, leave your thoughts below. I'll see you again next time. Bye for now.